Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, today is April 29th. The time is about uh, 3.30 p.m. The UMPC has been conducting conference call for the past 10 years. And if you have any questions, raise your hand. If you are a newcomer, please let our team know that you are a newcomer. And Happy put your camera on, please. Sorry. Karthi? Uh, hello, Rahul. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, hello, Rahul. Thanks for... Uh, this session and uh, I have a question about uh, uh, B1 to F1 change of status because I have done that in 2013 and then uh, I've got that approved and then later I've got the change of status to H1B and then I've got H1B stamped and then uh, came back to India because of H1B extension denial and uh, I tried for H4, but it got denied and I stayed back in India. Now I have an opportunity to visit um, my office uh, on B1 visa uh, for a week, uh, which is the next month. So I just wanted to know if my uh, B1 status is still active or not, because I have applied for change of status while I'm in land. Uh, if your change of status has been denied, if your visa has been denied once, all other visas are not active. So let's say you have a B2, you applied for H1, mm-hmm. your H1B has been denied. All other visas are automatically not valid. Did they not cancel it though? No, it was on the old passport uh, because when no, I gave... I do not recommend that you can come on B1 visa. Okay. Because my H4 was denied, uh, which... Uh, What's the reason H4 was denied? They just told me that um, uh, the information that was provided was wrong because there was some data theft uh, uh, that happened on me uh, and uh, there was some data yeah. transaction. So I don't know how that happened and all of that, but I do have the email proof from the police officer that, I uh, think so. You need, not you need to discuss. You need to discuss with the lawyer separately. Okay, that seems okay. that there is a case filed against you, so you need to discuss with the lawyer separately. Sorry about that. Next but, person, please. Uh, but but uh, one quick thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have an email proof from the same uh, officer that I have not. That's what you are anything. telling. That's what you are telling. We don't know the other side of it, is right. What okay. if that email uh, has been fabricated by you? We don't know. 
it's been from the official email from the office i know so. yeah you can create those things i'm not telling that you did i'm not telling that you did but i'm just telling that it needs to be authenticated the official source need to be clearing all those things before you commit in its sense next person please. if that if that is a if that is the case can i travel to united states and uh, no, see no 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 i'm not authorizing you that next person All please krishna right. swami krishna swami uh, hello <clears throat> hello i am a new person to this i mean this is this is the first session for me um, good evening doc uh, good evening uh, attorney sir uh, i have one question uh i have a, a plan to plan for india trip this summer uh, i am both myself and my wife are eligible for a drop box so because uh, we are falling in that less than 48 months of category uh, visa expiration um, even though actually myself my wife my son they all are got stamped on 2016 and then it got expired on 2019 now my son my son turned 14 uh, last, uh, in in december uh, so uh, when we are going to india so we are not sure whether uh, for him it's going to be a drop box or it's is going to be in face of uh, it's no, right now what what we are noticing there is that it's going to be a drop box what we're noticing okay. it and they will call him for the biometrics extra okay see uh, what's happening is any try to book appointment um uh, when i when i when i include him in my dependents list it's not asking him it whereas whereas when i tried to create a separate profile for him it uh, stays okay got done so some yeah then you have to make him an appointment physical appointment uh yes but in that physical appointment currently the embassy is closed or the appointments are very restricted now so it's only biometrics appointments are available so so i'm not sure whether still uh, uh, say somebody says they got a uh visa for their sense uh by including them along the on the drop box list so yeah i know but they are but i i'm surprised why they're not allowing it for you uh, i'm not getting sir so do you do you recommend to What? him okay no no so do you do you recommend him to for most of the people that we know okay that they filled the application they're allowing them the drop box okay but if your son is not getting it though there is nothing you can do you'll have to have him go through the draw regular appointment uh sure see what's happening is when i include him in my dependents it's allowing him whereas but you know uh, when i try to uh, exclude him from my dependents list and then try to so him, why you should exclude him why can't you be including him uh sure sir because what uh, what happened is that uh, somebody said uh, um anyway he has to go for person interview that's why i no think. no include him include him and they're making it a drop box and they're asking them him to come earlier sure okay okay, okay thank just, you they just they just want him to do the biometrics next person please thank you sir thank you sir i appreciate smriti hello sir i hope all is well with you uh, so i have couple of questions so my husband he is the primary applicant and uh, he downgraded his application in eb3 in december of 2020 and uh, his i140 has not been approved yet 
but uh, we received the ap and ead uh, couple what's of what's the priority date uh, it is march 2012 Mm-hmm. and uh, it is current in eb2 uh, the final action date is current and uh, we refiled the application and uh, it is at uh, nbc now uh, my question is uh, since we got the ead is it okay for me to use the ead um we tell people that if you use the ead mm-hmm. you are at 10% risk that they will tell you that you are stuck with the eb3485 application that you filed in december okay and uh and then you can ask me a question do i have any proof for it do i have anything no i don't have i seen any denials based on it i have not seen i'm just guessing okay so my second question was exactly that uh if i use the ead so will my eb2 uh, which is with nbc the final action date since it is current will it be a problem for me there uh, because we I already told you, have... i told you i told you the 10% risk okay so we already had denial in 2020 of december until then what i was denial, not... what denial what uh, denial are you speaking h1b got denied and that has not... nothing to do with it. that has nothing to do with this ma'am okay okay got it uh, thank you sir that's all i have thank you for your help kiran uh, hi ritu uh, aru uh, uh, i'm new to this session so i have one question so mm-hmm. i have like a, a back speeding ticket like 3 years back so i'm planning to go to india for visa stamping do i need to mention that in the ds160 uh, questionnaire you have a speeding ticket yes that's it you're never going to come back i'm just joking no you don't have to mention it absolutely you don't have to okay thank you okay yeah you thank don't you. have to mention anywhere next person please i just joked okay <laughs> no problem ashika ashika hi hi mr rahul reddy how are you doing good good um my question is my husband is a primary applicant for a green card so um our uh, we downgraded to eb3 so eb3 what's the prior to date it's uh june 15 2011 so both are current and uh, we got ead um was so the downgrade i140 approved yes both are approved so um right now i got my ead i'm on my h1b with my employer so but i got a new offer um from another company so can i take that offer with the ead if i were you uh-huh. i will but um will, can i stay simultaneously on h1 and ead together no okay no. okay so i, I believe have... me believe me mm-hmm. i were you i was mm-hmm. a dependent on the 485 application i use the ead to start working for the company and especially your husband's priority date is june 15 2011 yes that means that, you know until may 1st of 2011 it was current for everybody eb3 and eb2 is so, right mm-hmm. back in 2020 so i'm absolutely favor you i will go work on ead 
That's me, if I were you. I'm not going to tell you what you should do. No, I'm, my question is, can I be, uh, can I, uh, or, or, you know, I, should I just change to EAD and work for both companies? That's what my question is. Absolutely, you can. It's, I can? Okay. You can. You can be EAD company for working for the H1B and okay. working for the, working for the new company too. Okay. So I cannot work on H1B and EAD together, but I can work any number of companies if I'm on EAD. Absolutely. Keep making money, okay. my dear. <laughs> All right. Net access. Next person, please. I work for Vaidika. Pizza Hut and a law firm too. Next person. Vaidika. Uh, hi, uh, Rahul. Are you able to hear me? Absolutely, Vaidika. Yeah, actually, like uh, uh, my case has been transferred to NBC. I'm the primary, and my dependents uh, were not <laughs> transferred to NBC. Uh, now I'm in doubt. Like in case if my case got approved, right, they will not have the any visa or anything, right? H four dependent. What will happen in that? But do, do they have a EAD? No, they don't have. I mean, we haven't received yet. There's nothing we can do. Uh, they need to, I mean, my wife has uh, H1, I mean, I-140 approved separately. So is it better option to convert uh, her into H1? Uh, and uh, Yeah, that, that may be a better option. Okay. So, if but you have in, that option. Yeah. In case if, uh, if she didn't uh, change, right, uh, will she be allowed to stay here or she has to go back? Absolutely, to she's allowed to stay. Okay. Okay. But uh, she cannot. She work. may not be. Yeah. There you go. Okay, got but it. does she does she not have the AOS EAD? No, she didn't. Uh, she has H4 oh. EAD. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay then. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Next person, please. Sam. Uh, hi Rahul. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Um, so I have a question regarding my uh, advance parole. So my 485 interview got scheduled for 9th of May. And uh, three days ago, uh, my uh, EAD got approved. And on the same day, my advance parole got de denied. And yeah. Did you travel? I did not uh, for the past five years. Uh, so today I got the uh, denial notice. And uh, uh, the reason what they mentioned was, uh, let me read that. So it says USCIS records indicate uh, you entered the country on March 4th, 2017 uh, using H-1B visa. Because you may be inadmissible for procuring an immigration benefit by fraud and misrepresentation, USCIS will not issue you an AP. Okay. What, what are would, the reasons I'm, I'm surprised? 90% of the time, it's nothing. There may be 10% of the time, there may be some issue. What, what kind of issues do you think? Some that the company that filed the H-1B long time ago, that may be a fraudulent company? Not really. Uh, I've been with the same company for the past. I said 90% of the time it's okay, good. Okay. Then I would want you to have a private consultation. And and uh, since I have a, a interview in, in, in coming 10 days or so, can I request uh, 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 the officer to reconsider it if, if there is no issue and uh, uh, approve the APA? First of all, I want you to have a consultation immediately. Because okay. if you try to postpone the appointment, what happens is that they may do it in one month, two months, two years. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to postpone. So when I go to the interview, can I ask him to approve advanced payroll if, if everything looks good? 
if he thinks uh, GC is going to take long time to approve. No, no, why are you concerned about advance parole? No, I if, want your green card to be approved. Yeah, even I want the green card. Let's say if it is not approved uh, on the same day, can I request him to do at least this? I mean, no? your focus is different. Uh, if, mm -hmm. if that's your focus, don't consult. Okay. Don't okay. consult our office. Because I want your green card to be approved. I don't care about your advance. Sure, that's my priority too. So just in case. Yeah, but, but, but I think so your priority, well, consult me if you want your green card to be approved. If you want your advance parole approved, you consult somebody else. Next person, please. Sure, thank you. Singh? Hello, Mr. Reddy. Thank you for your uh, time. Um, my priority date is December 2011. Uh, uh, under EB3, and I downgraded, downgraded uh, as an amendment to EB3 in October of 2020. Uh, last week, I received a notice uh, saying that my Did you got your EB3 up, uh, I-140 approved? Yes, everything is, yeah, EB3 I-140 is approved. Okay, keep going. Yeah, so last week, I received a notice that the application, 485 application is transferred to National Benefit Center. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Good sign so far. Just wanted to kind of gauge from your experience and from your office, uh, what, what kind of timelines are you seeing once the um, anywhere transfer notice you receive from, from anywhere the next step? Between two months to four months is what we're noticing, typically. Okay. Okay. Um, two quick questions. So my, I, I advise, I pushed my lawyer to file my EB2 because they amended it. I file, I had them file the EB2 I-140 anyway, again. Um, that was done two, two, three weeks ago. I don't have to worry about that. This process will continue, hopefully within this, sep by but September. Your priority rate is current, so I would not do anything. Okay. And uh, so uh, th this... Uh, What's the next step? Is uh, once it's at NBC, the next step do is nothing. an interview at do, local do office nothing. or a do nothing. Yeah, yeah. It no, but local office. Oh, it could be local office or direct approval. Right? Approval. It'll be direct approval, local office within local office, direct approval or interview. Okay. Uh, should I do anything with that I one forty EB two? Just let it be. Uh, it's already filed two three weeks ago. Yeah, Doesn't you don't do anything with it. Thank you. Much appreciated. If there are any newcomers, let us know, guys. Harish? Uh, you need to keep your camera on and let us let my team know that you're a newcomer. Harish? Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have sent letters to my congressman, but I'm not getting any responses, unfortunately. I'm still I'm very surprised, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks for taking time for us. Uh, my question is, I have a private... Uh, did you... Congress, you said, you said you uh, sent to your congressmen. Couple of people. Yeah, it's only one. Okay, send it to senator too. Okay. Cool. Sure. Thank you. So my question is, uh, my priority date is September twenty fifth, twenty thirteen. I'm hoping to get current in June bulletin. Uh, I have both EB two and EB three no downgrades from the same employer, but October twenty twenty, I filed for you know. Uh, 485 EB3, I got EAD and AP. And uh, I got a, a date of retrogression on November saying that like my dates are not current. This was in you know, 2022, 2021 November because I missed the dates.
But anyways, I'm in a position now. I can do refile. I mean, you have been big proponent of like doing refilings. And if I, I don't know it, how you got it, that was Emily, not me. But okay, no, yeah. Okay, let's then like intro filing. I can probably do in June. So I will have like four months if I do intro filing. But or like five main, main, main question is moving out of the job. No, I'm not moving out of job. I'll be with the same company. But yeah, I just, okay. I'm looking for getting the green card, which will be a better path. I am hearing I, that interfilers people are getting receipt notices in the last one, two weeks. Does it mean like people are going to get green cards if we interfile versus no. refile? Uh, we haven't seen interfilers getting the green card. We have seen one exception in it, but uh, you have to choose yourself. Uh, after that video of interfiling, um, Shruti, can you send him the video interfiling and refiling? There's no nothing other than that. Okay. But uh, from your cases you have filed, uh, do you still see refilers getting approvals? Of course. Uh, anyone from this year, I know. Um, anyone from Germany, from the recent months? Yeah, you can watch the statistics at immigrationgirl.com. Okay. Okay. Rahul, is that uh, uh, defiling versus? The March, the March one. Okay. Uh, I have it. Yeah, I have it. I'm sending it. Okay. Yeah, thank you, Next Rahul. Person, Ravindra? Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. So my, uh, I have one question. So I have an I approved I-140 uh, EB2 uh, through my current employer and it's already crossed 180 days. But one problem here is I had a file, uh, while filing, they had made me sign an agreement stating that if I leave the company uh, from the day I start the process of uh, from filing, three years I cannot move out and if I have to move out I have to pay around $50,000 that's what the agreement they put in oh really $50,000 yeah so the funny fact is like um, I-140 I went it through a premium and I paid for the charges uh, the premium charge and the handling charge to the um, lawyer the attorney I do have proofs for so when I was reading up I know that perm cannot be its employer's responsibility and I-140 can be anyway, like it can be either employee or employer. And in that case, I-140, I have already paid for the premium and the handling charges. So uh, I'm not sure like how, what to do with this because I wanted to move out of the company right now. So contact this lawyer that okay. I send you in the, in the chat group. Okay. Okay. His name is Ajay Chowdhury. Very nice guy. Okay. Six and a half feet guy and is very good. <laughs> okay okay thank you thank you so one more question is like i had filed uh, uh, when i got the i140 i had filed h4 ed for my wife last year june and still uh, pending so when i if i move out of the company will they be you know you know it will be it will still be adjudicated but okay. when you move to a different company i want you to file the h4 plus ed again okay 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 so we okay fine so but it will be a fresh application totally fresh or yeah, totally fresh application. Okay. okay, thank you. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Fifty thousand dollars. Sure. <laughs> Next person, please. Uh, hi, hi. And, hey, hey, by by the way, before I go, 
there is a complaint that you can do about these people called WH4. Okay, about that fifty thousand dollars. I send. I will. Uh, I will send you a link, which if, if I have not sent. Okay. Okay. Um, and then you need to complain against these employers about USCIS fraud and this WH4. Okay. Okay. And because that's too much. I understand that if they're telling that they paid the premium processing, they want to get their premium processing back. But that is too much. Fifty thousand is too much. Give me one second, okay? And complain against this company about this USCIS fraud that they're charging you fifty thousand. Their motive is only to blackmail you, okay? Next person, please. Sorry. Hi, Rafa. This is uh, Kishor. No problem. Yeah. So uh, my question is, it's regarding my wife. Uh, she's on H-1B, and uh, she actually got a two offers. Uh, she joined company A re uh, recently, and uh, she also got an offer from company B. She actually started in company A, and uh, one month later, she also joined company B, but hasn't resigned company A. Reason for that is she wants to check out how the job is in both the companies, and um, after a few days, resign one out of the two. So now it, it came to a point where she wants to move out of company B uh, because she wants to pursue with company A. H-1Bs uh, are not filed concurrent. They were approved like three days uh, in with a gap of three days. So what would be, the, is it okay, whatever that has happened or? I would recommend to have a consultation privately. Some things we can ignore it which I normally do. Some things will people blow out of the question, like uh, do you, which, which language do you speak? Telugu. Just because you're eating the meat, you don't have to put the bones in front of you, okay? So there are ways to just ignore it, but I would want you to have a private consultation. If you don't understand what I said to you, Sure. So, what you, I didn't get what you said. I mean, is is that okay or not? Uh, it depends on how you take it. Okay. Just mm -hmm. because you eat a goat, you don't keep the bones on you. Right. If you don't get it, I mean, I'm telling what I have to. That's all I can mm -hmm. tell. It's a record session. And I, I, I always feel that everything will be recorded, okay? So if you don't understand it, you should make a private consultation, which I will solve it to you easily. Next person, please. Thank you. Shravya? Hi, uh, thank you for arranging these sessions. So uh, I'm currently based out of New York, but I, and I have my I-140 approved with the priority date of June, 2020. And I'm looking to relocate to Texas, um, but the company is saying I might have a H1 gap because of a change in work location. Wait, wait, wait. H1B gap? H1B amendment? No, they're saying H1B amendment they'll file, but they're saying they have to restart my green card process and I might have a gap. But that's not my understanding. So I wanted to double check. Remember the dialogue I told you about the uh, lamb and bones? Mm -hmm. So, could it be that 
that you are relocating to Texas. Mm -hmm. Once you get the green card, you're going to go back to New York. I won't get it anytime soon though, right? That's not what I asked you. Is your intention is to go back to New York after you get the green card? No. Come on. I didn't ask you the question. Okay, let me tell you one thing. You are going to go back after you get the green card to New York, is that right? Yes. Keep telling that. Then they don't need to file a labor and I want Okay, but right now they have, if they file H1 amendment, they don't have to adjust my I-140. They say don't I'm have to, as long as you tell them that okay. you're going to go back after you get the green card in your. I see. Okay. Okay, so if I say it's a temporary move, then. Ah, you're becoming smarter now. I'm just going there because right now my kids or whatever my my earrings are something that I want to have modifications there in Texas. I'm going to move there. I'm going to come back there after my get the green card. Is that right? Yeah. Then you don't need it. And if you tell them that I don't want to go to New York, it's too cold. Ever, ever, ever. Then uh -huh. they have to then we have to make ourselves rich. Next person, please. I see. Okay, thank you. Rishab? Hello. Uh, I thank you so much for arranging these sessions, sir. Uh, I have a very basic question about filing H4 plus H4 EAD. So uh, it's very logistical. Like I try to, I want to get it fastest possible. And H4, I think, can be filed either online or offline through paper. H4 EAD, however, can only be filed offline. Uh, so I wanted to see what's the best way to do it. To file, are you filing H4 plus EAD together or only H4? Uh, sorry, sir, I couldn't hear you. You said, are you filing H4 plus EAD or only H4? I want to file both concurrently. Uh, when is the H4 and E? Is it an extension of H4 and EAD? So right now I'm on F1 OPT and I want to do a COS to H4. I... Okay. When is uh, is your F1 OPT system extension expiring? Uh, Ju July, 20th July, 2022. So uh, the better way is that you file manually. Online you file it. They don't allow to file EAD and H4 together. Okay. You file manually. You don't have that option of going to Mexico and coming back. That's not good for you. Okay. But if you are expiring in July 2022, why did not you come to our Zoom a year ago? I had to travel uh, outside of US before. Damn, you have all important things. Okay. File H4 plus EAD together. That's all I can tell you. Okay. Thank you so much. Sir. As soon as possible. And if you need our assistance, Contact us on info at RNL Group. My team member is going to give you the uh, email address. Next person, please. Shri. You don't have that option of going Margarita switch. Next person. Shri, go ahead. All right. Hi, Rahul. Happy Friday. Um, question on H4 and H4 EAD. Um, 
so the H4 got approved in March and the EAD was applied in August, which got approved in April. Uh, because oh, of the oh, 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 H4 and EAD. Okay. When is the H4, yeah. H4 expiring? Yeah, the H4 got uh, approved um, in uh, March 15th. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then EAD got approved in uh, April 20th. So in between that uh, 40 days, uh, we use that 180 days extension, right? Uh, but and when this the EAD got, that got approved in March of 2022, is that correct. an extension? Correct, correct. That's correct. And EAD is also extension? That's correct. Okay, keep going. Uh, so the question is when the EAD card came in, uh, we were expecting that it will be from the start date of the original H4, uh, but it, does, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. She could okay. be employed from March to April. She's completely legal. Even if the EAD start date is in April. We don't need to worry about <coughs> change that, right? Okay, got it. No, no. Anybody, it. anybody, anybody has any questions, guys, leave a messages and we will try to answer in the chat group. And um, uh, so the expiry date again was not till 12-31-2024. They gave it as 12-1. Um, so it looks like a typo. Is that something we should... 12-1 what? 12-1-24. Yeah, that looks to be a typo. Okay. So we can raise an SR for that, right? Yeah, I would not. They will tell you to send your EAD back. That's not good. Oh. Was it? Yeah, I would oh. not do anything. Next person, please. In the meantime, guys, please leave a, a questions in the chat. We'll, I'll try to answer as much as possible. All right, thank you. Krishna? Krishna? Yes, I'm here. Hi, hi Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, so I have a bunch of questions, Rahul, if you're okay with that. So me and my wife, so I'm on my H1 and my wife is on H4. We just had uh, finished our stamping last week in Hyderabad. Uh, we're currently in India. So as per the latest bulletin, I mean, my priority date is January 15, sorry, January 21st, 2015 in AB2. So assuming if in case the next bulletin, if the filing date becomes current, so can my employer file my EAD even though we are in India or do we have to travel back to US? No, for filing adjustment of status EAD, you have to be in US. We have to be in US. So is it mandatory or like both of us or only like one person can? You can come, but you can only file by yourself, but not your wife. Okay. So what happens in her case? Uh, like, let, let me ask you one question though. I can only help mm -hmm. the people that want to help yourself. You've been waiting for the green card for so long. You have this opportunity and then you want to now go around like, no, God gave the boon to you right now. He comes in and says, I'm going to give you the boon. Then I say, no. I want to have a coffee. I want to have a tea. I want to have my relatives come in present. Just take the boom. I understand, Rahul. I mean, but uh, I am actually stuck in a limbo. I'm 
I came here for because of my health condition. So I'm going to have my surgery done here. So that is the reason I'm just asking these questions. <laughs> I don't know what surgery you are getting done. My wife works in healthcare. She tells that USA is the best. I don't know whether I should trust her or not, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I know, uh, Rahul. I mean, I can talk to you personally about that. Yeah, that will be much better. That will be much better. Yeah. Okay. So is there any time that I could meet you personally? Yeah, you can. You can. Um, my colleague is going to give a, a time slot that where you can, if you want to book, you can book yourself. But my advice is, don't pay me four hundred dollars to tell the same thing again. Um, <laughs> Okay, understood. So I won't tell uh, anything different, guys. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, questions, guys. Um, did Texas Service Center process uh, uh, st stop processing the the I four eight five? Yes, but if they're already in there, though, they're going to approve it. This is from Happy. If they are already processing, they will approve it. But if they have not processed it, they will not approve it. Well, I think so. It should continue going forward. But please keep on writing the letters. That's all you can do. Don't tell me to the guests prior to it, guys. I've been very bad. Um, Shahil, can I change my status from B2 to F1? Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. Um, Shashank, can I process GC while day one CPT program? Absolutely, you can. You absolutely can. Shiva, um, that's a good question that you have with regards to. You received a interview notice, your wife did not receive. I would recommend that Shiva, you take her with you, Shiva, okay? Let them refuse her, that's fine. Take a chance. What will happen? She'll wait outside for one hour. What's a big deal? Texas Service Center will still work on adjudicating the I-140s, guys. Ishtak, do you uh, do you think that NBC will process at least sixty k per quarter? I wish I want them to do it, but I cannot control them. Happy, uh, there are a lot of cases that are getting transferred to uh, uh, National Benefit Center. Absolutely, a lot of them. A lot of them. Arun, uh, with regards to if you have changed the job within 180 days, so I would recommend that you contact a lawyer. The reason is that we can defend you. That's saying that the previous company never withdrew the application. But don't go to this lawyer that will scare you out. I would recommend you to have a consultation. Uh, Santosh Rachuri, no. 
you cannot take a 1099. Absolutely not allowed. You are an H-1B, that's absolutely not allowed. I don't know, Smriti, what exactly you're trying to achieve, uh, tell me, because not, not, not to bring the cases since there are plenty of applications. I didn't understand the question, though. Um, Yashika, you're saying your 485 hasn't been approved from SRC. Oh, there is nothing you can do, Yashika. There is nothing you can do. I mean, absolutely, there's nothing you can do. If there is any way that you can recommend them to move to National Benefit Center, you cannot. H4 is valid in 2020, but uh, passport is valid in September. She got an different except last month. Our filing date became current. Well, Pradeep, there's two solutions. She can just go to Mexico and come back, assuming that Rene uh, passport is extended, but she can file the 485 right now. I mean, there's no reason not to file the 485 right now. Smriti, I understand they cannot help. Write, if you write to the congressman, write to the senator. I can't understand they will write it that they can't help. I mean, Smriti, go to all these associations, Indian association, and challenge them. Whoever pays the money to these people, I mean, that is very bad that your congressman cannot help. At least they should write it saying that we will try to help. That's the worst congressman that I would. If I'm a congressman, I mean, respect to which party I am, I, I will try to help. Well, I'm sorry I couldn't help. That's a different issue. I will still try to help. I mean, that's very sad. Arun, I, you should consult a lawyer separately. Oh, uh, Smriti, I don't think so. That will be true that you get the same response from the senator. I know definitely your congressman, I think so, he might be Lamar Smith. I don't like him at all. I have a lot of bad interactions with him. I have a San Antonio and oh, that's a, uh, I don't know if Lamar Smith is still the congressman. But yeah, definitely you have the worst congressman of the entire nation if Lamar Smith is still there. I don't think so, he's still a congressman. Yeah, he's not a congressman, so, but still you should keep writing to the senators. Please email that letter to me, Smuthi. Naina, they are open for the visiting visa, but their appointments are backlogged a lot for visiting visa. So they give priority to H1s, F1s, and other things, but B2 visas are very backlogged.
Krishna, if you uh, if your wife travels under H four to file for EAD, it's taking anywhere between two months to eight months. Once you file the EAD, though, you can travel. Absolutely, Krishna, in your case. Does CSPA calculation lead to delay in 485 process? I don't think so. Absolutely not. Yes, you can hire another lawyer, Arun. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be on Monday. Don't forget that we do have a TV live on um, uh, TV, uh, TV Asia. Thank you guys for coming in. Sorry I couldn't answer all the questions. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.